Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. 99.9 KISW. Um, we're just going to talk about the Huskies, right? Is that what's going on? That's what I'm hoping, man. Yeah. So, <laughs> hey. sure. Episode 264 has dropped at MitchUnfiltered.com. The name of the show, the podcast is Mitch Unfiltered. Yes. And also, BJ, I'm still optimistic if the season ended today, oh, yeah. the Seahawks would be in the playoffs. So, let's talk about their playoff hopes yeah. with the host of Mitch Unfiltered. Here he is. Now, wait a second. Wait a second. Optimism for you. Migsy is fourteen and three or fifteen and two. Well, thirteen and four. Thirteen and four. Do it for you. Yeah, thirteen yeah. and four. They they actually they they pooped the bet on that, but there's still hope for twelve and five. Is there? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> until until Thursday, Thursday, there's help till twelve and five. Oh, yeah. Eleven yeah, and six. Yeah, I mean, it's still respectable. Make what happened, boys? You tell me. What the hell happened? I will tell you what happened. San Francisco's a dang good team, and we are not. There you Excuse go. me. Excuse me. You you seem to forget that the three of us have not spoken since before the Rams game. Oh, I'm, I'm that, not, oh I'm not right. even, I'm not, I mean, so yeah. much vacation. I, I need to get out a calendar here, for God's sakes. We have to. We, we'll send you one. We, yeah. We have it. As I told you, the last time, that I, I believe the last time we were together. Was the Carter administration, yes. Yes, yes. I'm trying to remember if we were together after the Washington game or before yeah. the Washington game. We were we yes. yeah, we talked after the Commanders game, I think. Okay. Yes. But we haven't well, talked about the Rams, you're right, which was also a massive disappointment. Mr. Playoff says that or said weeks and weeks ago that the two key games were the Washington game and the road game against the Rams. Those yes. were the two key games. They had to figure out a way, even if they won by a half a point in each game, figure out a way to win both of those two games, and you're going to be fine for the playoffs. Well, they won the first game, yep. but they found a way. Man, that, that Rams game is going to come back to haunt. They had the lead the whole freaking game in yeah. Los Angeles and yeah. found a way to lose it or fall behind. And then you guys saw what happened at the very end of the Rams game where they had the ball and a chance to go uh, down and score and kick the game-winning field goal, and they didn't spike the ball. Yeah. And, they, and then they ran the ball, and yeah. the clock went down, and they uh, missed the field goal. So that was, to me, you know, I don't know how many people in your audience thought they were going to beat the 49ers, but they needed to beat the Rams. That's yeah, they, they did. Needed, and they, they, and they would have been fine. They'd be fine. But now... You almost feel like they're in the middle of a five-game losing streak. They've lost two in a row, and the next three are Dallas on Thursday night, and then yeah. San Francisco again. And then home. And then, 
Philadelphia, right? Phil of Philadelphia, who yeah. seems to say, hey, the way we find ways to lose games, they seem to find ways to win games. Yeah, totally so a solid 3-0 record is going to happen after these games for the if Seahawks. They, right? if they, you know what? If 3-0 happens, you could start booking your trips to the Super Bowl. <laughs> I mean, yeah, exactly. Are you paying? Oh. I'm paying. But it is. You go, you go, you go three and zero over the next three weeks, and uh, you come talk to me about about uh, trips to Vegas on the Super Bowl. I will. You take a look I at our last two I games. I won't take your call. I know yeah. you haven't. <laughs> oh. Yeah, it's not good. The boys, you, you know what? Go do anything it's else. Go do anything else on that February day. Because I look. Let's do, we'll talk about Philadelphia real quick, only because of the fact yeah. that I watched their last two victories. Their, their last two victories against good teams, and especially against Buffalo, where they were trailing at the in the fourth quarter, Philadelphia, and found a way to tie the game. They were trailing in overtime, found a way to win the game. And they also beat Kansas City, found a way to win that game. And we find ways to not win games. And I just, I, I just cannot see us, if we make the playoffs, that's just because somebody else is really just also faltering badly. Uh, but, I mean, really, I'd rather see us just lose out to get a decent draft pick because we are not going far in the playoffs. I know you hate to hear that, but we're well, going I'm nowhere. Just so t- I'm we're just going so, nowhere. Well, you're, you're right, you're right, but I'm just so tired of decent. What have decent draft picks done for this organization yeah, the well, last five years? I mean, yeah. even in the years that they pick somebody that actually ends up being worthy of the pick, we find ourselves, and this is the, the theme of the podcast this morning that we released, I, don't we find ourselves in Groundhog Day every single year? They're 6-5, and five, they're 7-4, and four, they're, yeah. they're trying to scrape their way in as one of the last wild card teams. They, they're trying to win a game in the play. At, at what point do you say, okay, we're not progressing? We're not it's okay to be six and five if the following year you're seven and four and the following year after that you're eight and three. But yes. it seems like it's the same crap yeah. year after year. And and to speak to your draft choice thing, they had a high draft choice last year. They picked a guy named Devin Witherspoon, who if he's not the best rookie in, in the NFL, he's one of the best rookies in the NFL. So they they hit a home run with mm-hmm. Devin Witherspoon, and look where Look where we find ourselves. Yeah. Six and five, losing to the Rams, trying to figure out a way to back into the playoffs. At what point, I don't know who's running the ship over there. Yeah. But 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 at what point do we say, okay, it's not we're not moving forward. We're stuck in in the in the quicksand of mediocrity in the National Football League. That's all. Yeah, it's a, it's a tough one to me. I think that we've got to build a, a fantastic defense. That's what I thought this team was all is about. The, is the defense the issue right now, or is that no, offense no, no, the no, fact no, that no. they the just defense, can't seem to stay on the field? So the defense gets worn out pretty quick the, after a while. The de- the defense, I I thought, well, it's still young. I, I think the defense, as we've talked about on this show a few times, I think it's coming. I think you've got a lot mm-hmm. of reasons to yeah. be optimistic about the the defense. The offense is a real yeah. is a real bugger because the world wants to blame Gino and he has not been good. There's no question about it. But and and this is a big a big topic on our show this morning with a lot of different guests and that is is this really about Gino? And I'll ask you Ooh. I'll ask you guys a question. If you watch the San Francisco game and you've watched San Francisco at all, BJ, you've watched Philadelphia. Oh, yeah. You've watched you've watched Brock Purdy. Yes. Right? When you yeah. look at Brock Purdy, 
and you look at Geno Smith, what do you see? Here's what I see, Mitch. You know, not so yeah. much like compared quarterbacks men. because because uh, they're both strapping young men. Uh, yeah. What I see just when I watch any other football game, and I swear yeah. any other quarterback seems to have time. Even a li- that's what I notice. There's a little bit more time to do something. Geno right. doesn't seem to have any time, and that's okay. what I okay. notice. Let's talk about. Let's talk about that, but I want to come back to the Yeah, but the what do you see? I, when you see both of those gentlemen, no, what do you no, see? No, no, no. I want, I want to answer your question on time oh, yeah. because I, okay. think it's, I think it's a really good point. I think it's a really good point, but there's two possible answers to why he doesn't have time. One possible answer is he's got a bad offensive line. That might be it. Okay? The other, the, uh, and this is where I was going, the other possible explanation Ooh. is that the scheme the scheme yeah. doesn't have receivers running short and intermediate routes where he can get rid of the ball yeah. faster, like Brock Purdy. Yeah, that's true. Brock, Brock Purdy never has to hold on to the ball. He's yeah. always throwing the ball before any pass rush can get there. And, guys, that is scheme. And that's Why can't what we figure gonna... that out, Mitch? Because you're right. What? I see other teams do that. They make that adjustment when they know there's, okay, people are coming at me. What is with us that we seem to never be able to figure it's that out? It's not even an adjustment, BJ. It's the way they do things from the beginning, these other teams. How is it that they we run... don't do that? We run, the Seahawks run... Long developing down the field plays for the most part. They don't use the 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 short and intermediate middle of the field like everybody does against them. How often do you watch Matt Stafford or Brock Purdy or any other quarterback against the Seahawks throw the ball to a receiver right over the middle for about eight oh, or nine I, yards I, oh, yeah. where our linebacker where the linebacker is about five yards behind them and they catch the ball or the linebacker comes up and pops them in the back and they drop them for eight or nine yards and then it's second and one or second and two how often does that happen against the Seahawks it oh, happens yeah. over so much. and how and how often do the Seahawks do that to other teams hardly ever they run deep crosses and 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 stuff where Gino has to hold the ball. Let me go back to my question what I was asking you when you saw it, when you look at Gino and and Brock Purdy. Yes. I'll just I'll just What say, do you see when you see those boys? Well, well, uh, let me ask it a different way. If I took Gino Smith and I dropped him into San Francisco's offense, we replaced Brock Purdy and we put Gino Smith in San Francisco's offense, the Kyle Shanahan runs with the quick stuff and the innovation and the sleight of hand and the screen passes. They know how to execute a screen pass. Seattle doesn't know how to execute a screen pass. If we put Geno Smith in San Francisco's offense, how do you think Geno Smith would do? I would imagine he'd be great. He'd be great. He'd be great. And let me ask you the flip of that. If we took Brock Purdy (laughs) and we dropped him in Seattle's offense with the long developing plays and the offensive line and the lack of innovation and the lack of sleight of hand and the lack of a screen pass, how good do you think the last pick in the NFL draft would be in Seattle? He would look just like that, the last pick in the NFL draft. And let me tell you what he is right now. I don't know if you look at the stats. He's the highest rated quarterback in the NFL. Number one in the NFL in about three or four statistical categories. I believe that if the season ended today, which it doesn't and it's stupid to even talk about, Brock Purdy would be a first-team All-Pro. So if your answers are right, 
and that is, BJ, that Geno would be great in San Francisco's offense, and Brock Purdy would be nothing in Seattle's offense the way Shane Waldron was there. So is the is the problem Geno, or yeah. is the problem scheme, play calling, innovation, screen pat? What's the problem, Migsy? If those are the answers, I was just going to ask a question. At what point does the team realize that? Like, how come every fan, every analyst seems to say the same thing about the scheme and how things are being run, but the team keeps going, yeah. running into a wall with the same plan? Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. When the whole family comes together to watch the game, nobody wants to miss a second of the action to run to the grocery store. With Instacart, you can get all your weekly groceries in as fast as an hour. Less time shopping means more game time. Let's go. Visit instacart.com to get free delivery on your first three orders. Offer valid for a limited time. $10 minimum per order. Additional terms apply. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. It's a good question. Is it At what point do they realize, hey, man, this ain't working. Our, our, our plays are very I'll, vanilla, I'll, and, and, and everyone's picking up on them. And I'll make it a bigger even question than mm. that. At what point does Pete Carroll realize I'm hiring the wrong coordinators? Yeah. I keep going through these coordinators. Brian Schottenheimer, Shane Waldron, even the defensive coordinators, Ken Norton. Wasn't Brent Shane Hurt. brought in because I mean, he was creative? And I don't see anything creative. Shane, Shane Waldron came in because he's from the, 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 the McVeigh tree gotcha. in Los Angeles. And, and everybody knows who the offensive coordinator is in Los Angeles. It wasn't Shane Waldron. It's McVeigh. Can we get him to be our the, offensive uh, yeah. coordinator? No, I don't think he's, I don't think ah, he's available. Son, son I think Dang. he might be a little bit too it's expensive. But maybe he's available to be your head coach. You ever think about that? Yeah, this I is, mean, it's, I know, you got to wonder when there is time for a change. Because it seems like Seattle, and I can only go stale. with... Stale. I can, well, stale. yeah, and look, I think of what's going on with the Mariners, and I've been watching them, and... I don't. It seems like again stale. I don't. Is it Seattle sports fans that somehow <laughs> tolerate stale? I, I the thing I talk about before is like the the Red Sox have won like three World Series and fired all those general managers. Even those all those general managers brought a World Series to Boston. We still have Depoto. He hasn't even got us to the World Series. What is it with Seattle sports and the hierarchy that mediocrity is rewarded? I don't get it because you're right, Mitch. I feel like we've been asking this question for a long time, a long time. Good, good questions, and I don't know the answers to them. Look, I, maybe I'm wrong. Maybe what I just said before is completely wrong and that Brock Purdy – in Shane Waldron's offense would be a superstar, Maybe and that Geno Smith, and that Geno Smith, in Kyle Shanahan's offense would be lousy. Maybe I'm wrong about all that, but here's what I would say to all the Geno bashers out there. And boy, that's a big group. I don't mm -hmm. know that we could even get our voice out to the how big the group of Geno bashers is. It's funny 
it's funny how the world of the Seattle Seahawks fans will throw Geno Smith under the bus. He's a backup quarterback. He's not good. I don't know why he's even out there, yada, yada, yada. And yet, then when I ask those people, well, who put him out there? Did he, did he go out there himself? Did he decide, I'm going to be the quarterback himself? Or were there two guys named John Schneider and Pete Carroll who, after they traded Russell Wilson away and brought in Drew Locke in that trade, didn't even give Drew Locke uh, a, a shot at the quarterbacking job. They gave the they gave the ball to Geno. He he rewarded them the first nine weeks last year. You remember the first nine weeks? He was about as good as anybody in the NFL. Oh yeah. Then he had a he had a bad last half of the season, and now it hasn't worked out. The first who who gave him the keys to the car? BJ. I mean, yeah. who who decided to give him a new contract at the end of last year? Who who has not drafted a quarterback in years in the draft? An understudy, a guy to come in here and learn the system. They haven't drafted one guy. Who hasn't who hasn't signed one free agent quarterback in years and years? Who has given the reins to Geno? Well, that would be Pete Carroll and John Schneider. Well, why if we're killing Geno and saying he's a backup quarterback, why are we not questioning the decision makers? Who who put him in charge? Who gave Gino the job? The, the, again, good question. <laughs> hey, good question. And those people, they want to keep their jobs, and they they continue to just do the smoke and mirror show to make it look like it's not them. Well, well, I I want to be. I, you know, I, I think I'm clear. I don't I don't think Gino's the problem. So I don't go right. the next step and say, "Geez, I blame Pete Carroll and John Schneider for giving Gino Smith the keys to the car." I don't because I don't think Gino's the problem. I just told you what I think the problem is. I think it's just it's just an archaic looking offense. It's yeah. just it's just blah. There's nothing creative going on in that offense. And there you I, go. There you go. Well, hey, how uh, about them Huskies though? How about them Huskies? Yeah. Oh! Yeah, go ahead. Give us a little bit of just, we have a little bit of time left, maybe like a minute. In a minute, tell us why you love the Huskies and well, what can we well, look forward I, to. I don't, I, I don't know that I love the Huskies, but... Oh, but, okay. You sound so happy, this. DJ. This, yeah. is, this has got to be history, guys. Think, think, of, think of what's happening with the Huskies. The Huskies finished the season 12-0. Yes. Right? Which means they beat everybody on their schedule. Oh, yeah. That's what that means. And one of the teams that they beat that's on their schedule... Is Oregon. Yes. Maybe the best team in the country right now. I think there's a lot of people that think, regardless of records, I know they have the one loss to the Huskies, but there are a lot of people that believe that if you just look at all these teams right now, offense, defense, special teams, that Oregon's the best team in the country right now. Yeah. When was the last time, when was the last time ever, that a team went undefeated, beat the team that they're playing next as part of the undefeated, and is a double-digit underdog. Yeah, I saw that in the rematch of that game on Friday. You're right. I that can't is. Be- yeah. I-, I can't believe that that's ever. I'm going to say it right now, and I don't have the history to back it up. I don't think that that's ever happened in the history of college football that a team would a t- was a double-digit underdog to a team that they already beat as part of an undefeated season. It's crazy. That's how good Oregon is, guys. This game on Friday night yeah. is going to be the most watched. I believe is going to be the most watched, the biggest television audience of a Pac-12 football game in the history of the conference. And isn't that that something? It's the last (laughs) Pac-12 football game in the history of the conference. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's it's, it's It's an absolute 
must-see, solid gold, 5 o'clock Friday night for your audience, even if you don't like college football. Yeah. This game sets up to be, it's for all the marbles. It's for so who, the college football playoff. It's yeah. for the Heisman Trophy. It's for everything who, Friday night. So now, so so if the Huskies win, they get into the playoffs. Does Oregon, no is Oregon get in if they win or do they? Or is 100%. It so they 100%. get in. Okay, so both, either way, the team is playing for the playoffs. What do you like? Who do you like? Forget the spread. Who do you like? Because I, I got to... The one thing people have been saying in probably why Oregon is getting all those points is because the Huskies have not necessarily been like a flawless team in the last few games they've been no. playing. And even wow. the last game against, some people thought they should have destroyed the Cougs, and they did not. Right. So right. what do you think? I think that what you first, first of all, what you just said is half, is half, the, is half the reason, which is ever since the Oregon game the first time, which was a classic at Husky Stadium a couple months ago, the Huskies have played down to the level of their opponents. They've just skated by, barely squeaked by. But the other half to that is, BJ, Migsy, is that Oregon has been like Mike Tyson when he was coming up, mm. beating everybody in the first round. I mean, Oregon is just pummeling people. They're beating people by 40 while Washington's barely beating people. Yeah. So that's the, that's the reason why everybody likes them. Look... I'd love to sit here and pick the Huskies, but if you're asking me, like, if my if the eyeballs in my firstborn was on this game. <laughs> wow. That's a hell of a bet that you went to Vegas, but all right, if that's what you want to bet. Have you made that bet before? Uh, no, I have not made okay. that bet before. But I, I would say... I, I don't have any money. Or, I would say that Oregon will win. Imagine I, will say, <laughs> I will say that Oregon will win on Friday night in... Which should be just a classic, a classic. Imagine, imagine playing cards with Mitch, and sometimes people don't have any more chips to put in. Yeah. So they and he pulls out two eyeballs and goes, "Look, I have these. <laughs> do, do these mean anything? Can I put these in the pot?" That's the moment I give no, him the gambling no, anonymous phone number. No, say, Look, no you know what I? You know what I slide in the pot when I'm out of chips? My Oreo pie. Ah, there we Thanksgiving go. Thanksgiving Day. That's, there we go. Only if it's Sarah's. All right, episode 264, MitchUnfiltered.com. You get yep. a, a lot more commentary, a lot more people, experts talking about what the heck is up with the Seahawks. More talk, I'm sure, about the Huskies as well. And hopefully by the time we talk to you, it, let's hope that we've got a Husky team going to the, the, the championship series, uh, the, the, the playoff. And oh, well, we'll talk about the Seahawks fresh off their win over uh, the Dallas Cowboys. It's going to be great. Like I said, let's hope we talk about the Huskies going to <laughs> yeah, uh, MitchUnfiltered.com, wherever you get podcasts, Mitch Unfiltered. Mitch, thanks for being with us, buddy. Boys, thank you very much. Love you, and thanks for, for all the support over the years. Thanks very much. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas Phoenix, and Rhode Island. Jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ucalypt Speed Test Intelligence Data. Fixed median download speeds. US Q3 2023. Celebrate and save at Ashley's Anniversary Sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep Mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details.
Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details.